Today's show is sponsored by CastCartel.com, your premium spirits marketplace. It's so convenient. Go to CastCartel.com, get your spirits shipped directly to your door. Yes, some of the allocated stuff is going to cost more, but it is a convenient play. You can sit at home. You don't have to go to a raffle. You don't have to camp out overnight. You can get premium spirits delivered directly to your door. And obviously those daily drinkers, they are going to be more on par with what you pay in the store. So check them out at cascartel.com and follow them on Instagram at cascartel. They're always doing awesome giveaways for their followers. Today's show is also sponsored by premiumbarproducts.com, your number one source for laser etched glassware and barware. It is also the place you can go to get the official dad's drinking bourbon, Glencairn. What better gift to give someone then customize laser edge glassware they have all sorts of glasses the glen the wee glen the tua the neat glass the tipsy rocks glass the kenzie dram that's the one everybody wants to get they have all sorts of glasses there as well as bar tools go to premiumbarproducts.com and check them out zeke you are the only guy that can go with his boys to jack daniels and do a pick and buy a women's pullover for himself to wear you know you're wearing it right now is this matching the sweatpants from your ex-girlfriend that you wear all the time when you're alone at your house (laughs) who says i'm alone (laughs) for the record i I actually thought it was a unisex when we bought these things but at least it came with gift card money from the pick so i wasn't out my own money i love how like five people out of the group bought that and said that they were buying it for their significant other <laughs> Zeke's like hell I'm buying this for me this is warm you feel this it's soft as hell it looks nice too it looks nice <laughs> even worse the one of the few times you actually have a decent open granted I guess I walked into it with what I'm wearing I, I did have a really funny incident this morning all right tell us real quick so I'm running a couple of errands and I see like this small, like a uh, delivery truck thing. And then I'm not really paying time attention, doing three other things probably. I see the truck and I'm like, ah, it says Magnum. Then it says like, for people with a sense of pleasure. I'm like, ah, oh, it must be some kind of like rubbers advertisement or something. Oh no, I already know right now it's the dessert. Well then as I read Lance at the truck in like a different area in Boulder print, it says made to be broken. And I'm like, <laughs> hold on what kind of rubber company has that slogan like what the hell no i'm a fat guy it's the dessert and it always freaked me out that they call the dessert which is essentially a klondike bar on a stick they call it a magnum <laughs> the man like the made to be broken i was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> ain't nobody buying a rubber when your pitch is made to be broken <laughs> <laughs> no thanks i'm out drop the mic <laughs> Hello, hello, everyone. My name is John Edwards, and with me, as always, is Zeke Baker. And together, we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Thank you for making some time with me, Zeke. You had me hold on for a little bit. I was ready to go about 40 minutes ago, and then you said, hold on, I need some time, and that time turned into a lot of time. So do you feel relaxed? Do you feel decompressed? Because 
a lot of the people were commenting on your energy on the last show. I told you it wasn't energy. We were at your place for the first time in forever. I'm not even sure I've used the mics in that stand. And apparently whatever mic setup you have in there is much more picky than what we have here. Because here the mic's like on a hard eh, 35, 40 degrees to my left. And I can look at the screen, look over yonder, do whatever I want. And it still seems to pick up my voice in a very similar tone and pitch. However, that thing over at your place, if I turned an inch to the left or the right, it appeared to go into a muted state. Well, you have to get up on this one. So see where I am right now. You see where my mouth is. It's very close to the microphone, almost like I was eating a pizza. That's fine, though. You use that on the rig. I use this thing on the rig. We rarely get together. So this is what I'm used to. I know. But for future notice, I, I've got to be able to, you know, put a little bob and weave in action here. You, you know, I, I have issues with like focusing. You know that that's really not the case with better quality microphones. I could talk to you about microphone directional pattern and the microphone you want is not conducive to being around other people. I'm just saying this thing allows me to have freedom to roam, which every man wants as long as the Magnum's not breaking. But the problem with that is if I was there with you and I was talking, it would pick me up on that microphone too, which is... The reason you have to get close to more professional microphones is because it's blocking out the other people sitting around the table from you so that you don't get a bunch of echoes. Well, maybe we got to rethink the setup for the room. Uh, you know, the, the Rona's gone and I'm on one side on my sofa, chilling and, and, you know, kicked back. And no, no, no. Because you told table. me, hey, I can't sit on the sofa. I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I will. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, so I bought this freaking table. I spent money on getting this table because you said, oh, man, the setup you have there now I can't do because I'm falling asleep on your couch every time I'm there and I'm going to sound awful. Hey, man, you don't know what you don't know. I mean, I, I didn't know those mics were going to be so high maintenance. I didn't know you were going to be so high maintenance when I said, hey, let's Please. do a podcast together. <laughs> Please. <laughs> by now it's been apparent for a long time son you can't use that as excuse anymore oh i'm saying i didn't know it four years ago now i'm stuck with your ass <laughs> my window of pulling the ripcord was years ago i'm i'm screwed Super Bowl is coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend and you should get in on the action with our friends action 24 7 they are by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. That means if you are not a resident of the state of Tennessee, you cannot use this sports book. Zeke has used it multiple times, has lots of wins. I think next week I want to investigate some kind of off-center bets, not just the Super Bowl, but like let's bet a random ping pong game or something crazy that they have in alternative sports i think we should go look there but go to action247.com download the app if you want use code dads100 for your first deposit and they will match up to 100 bucks on that first deposit get in on the action action247.com we are drinking woodford reserve masters collection 2020 this is 90.4 proof, 45.2% ABV. It is non-age stated, but they have said that this includes some 17-year whiskey. Mash bill is 72% corn, 18% rye, 10% malted barley. 
It is 130 bucks, and the Masters collection from this one on is going to focus on modern innovation by master distiller Chris Morris and assistant master distiller Elizabeth McCall. Those are the stats for this bottle. Any questions? So some 17, not all. Some 17, not all, and it's really annoying. What I will say on this one is that they've kind of said like, hey, you know, this one has some 17, but they never said it's a mixture of four, six, seven, and 17, whatever it is. They just said, oh, by the way, let me get you a little bit excited. This has some 17 in here. We don't know how much 17 year is in here. We just know it has some, an undisclosed amount of 17 year. It could be 50%. It could be a half a percent. Gotcha. I I remember something along those lines, but again, I I wasn't certain as far as if they were just uh, throwing that out as a teaser or you see the number 16 on the bottle, meaning it's the 16th you know, release or expression or whatever. And I'm like, hold on, I thought it was 17. And then I just kind of got real confused. And to make matters worse, it's actually the 15th release. Oh, was it because there's that one year they had the two in the little box kit or whatever? I think so. Okay. But it's the 15th release, says 16 on the box. There's 17-year juice in there. It's going to be tough for people that are hard with numbers. (laughs) But it's like dangling a piece of cake in front of me on a treadmill. You know, like, hey, there's some 17 here. You like it? You like it? You want it? And it's like, well, at the same time. I don't know how big the cake is. It looks from far away. It looks pretty big, but like I could get up all close and just realize it was an optical illusion. You know, John, I feel like you could be in a dark room, pitch black. And they said, cake this way. You're just going to go that way somehow. It's like this, this thing you have. Well, more ice cream gift, more ice cream, not cake (laughs) (laughs) for being honest here. Hey, I mean, what, whatever works for you, bud. Although the other thing that you kind of gets me about this is Woodford has to stop putting stuff out. And I know Megan told us that they are going to be putting some stuff out at cast strength before we even get into this. I'll talk about it more when we're starting to talk about this poor, but I feel like this could have benefited from a little bit higher proof. I'm not saying it has to be 118, but whenever I see 90.4, I'm like, oh man, they just dialed it into the base one. I don't know if this whiskey would have been better at 97 or 94.3. Like when I see that 90.4, it's like, oh, okay. It's the regular Woodford proof. To me, it just always seems to take away from any hopes and thoughts as far as, you know, I don't know if innovation is the right word, but at least, you know, being open to change and, hey, I know we've always done this in the past, but did anybody taste this at any other proof between what it was, whatever the cask was when they were done here and what it is when we put water to it? I mean, surely somebody was bored, like, well, let's taste it. I mean, they don't just empirically, ah, go ahead and cut it with the water. We'll see what happens. I think this bottle has innovation in it. I think it probably takes Woodford a little bit longer to make that full change. That's why Megan said the cast strength is coming. It's not here yet. I feel like they need to baby step ease into it. Like, hey, this one has a little bit of age. We're going to dip our toe in that way first, and then we will come with the proof. Yeah, and even if you don't go with cast strength, I mean, there's a whole world of opportunity from 90.4. Agreed. 
So let's get into it. What did you think about this whiskey, Zeke Baker? Nose-wise, the, the first thing I really thought of was a charred marshmallow. I mean, not like one of those uh, aimed out burnt ones, but it's got a good dark coating all the way around it. The char also seemed to come across before the alcohol. It was it was definitely, uh, you know, any kind of alcohol vapor, warmness, tingle, whatever sensation came in second behind the, that char aspect. The other thing I, I got out of this was it reminded me of creamed corn and in the sense of if you're a heavy black pepper fan, I am. A lot of foods I, I like to put a fair amount on there. But creamed corn with, with you know, a good dousing of black peppercorn cracked on there, I really thought it kind of reminded me of that because you always catch the pepper first. And then like as you're eating or you're, you know, you're bringing the fork up, the richness of the creamed corn will always come in behind it just kind of as you get a, you know, a little more adapted, especially with the second or third bites and the, the intensity of the pepper goes away, you know? I'm with you. Palette wise, the first thing I really noticed was I thought it had a really good to decent viscosity for the proof. It, it wasn't thin to me by any means. It, it had a solid body and workup. Um, the oak definitely leads the way as far as uh, the notes I was getting here. Beyond that, I thought that there was um, some light malt that kind of came in and maybe just a little chalky, very minimal. I just kind of caught it there on a second or third pass. And and I did think that this had a, a really good finish to it, though, for at least having some older product in it that I, I think is fairly apparent with the the oak notes that to me were there throughout. It wasn't overly drying at all. I mean, it was still fairly refreshing, I thought. Uh, I did catch a you know, a slight singe almost kind of rears its head. Uh, it's like a, a second, you know, wave of the finish. You get the, the first part where you realize it's not overly dry and then you think it's on the way out. A good solid little warmth kind of kicked back in there is kind of a, uh, hey, I'm still here, bud. What you doing kind of thing. Uh, so I thought the finish was at least worth noting. No, I think that's fair enough. The nose for me, I got a little bit of malt, tobacco, that oak, char in there but i got a fair amount and probably the most defining characteristic on the nose to me was unsweet tea then the palate i got honey tobacco leather and that unsweet tea crept back in the finish i said it's not too dry it's not too wet it's kind of a little bit of a smack your lips but that oak and char really comes through in the finish for me comes back up more so than like the sweet tea honey and that's really where the age shines for me is it's faintly there on the nose and taste. And I think that's where like when I get notes of tobacco and leather, that's usually on an aged whiskey for me, at least on my palate. So I thought it was an overall enjoyable pour. Funny thing I will say is on fresh crack on this, I was so excited that this moved because the first time I opened this sample and i actually opened a bottle at angie's house so angie was pouring a sample for me so that we could do this so thank you angie the brown foreman rep but we opened this at her house and i swear the nose was like shower curtain it literally smelt like a shower curtain to me it was like a vinyl right out of the package smell and we talked about it for a while and then i was so happy that you know, we sat on this for a few weeks and now that i'm having it again i don't get those notes at all it completely moved took on a different profile so i think this is one that you take it have a pour let it sit and come back to it 
As you should with most things that have a either older age statement or at least a, a decent aged portion of whiskey, I would say. Agreed. Plus, I mean, if, especially I think things that are blended with a broader degree of either ages and or sources, those definitely seem to always move more to me than, uh, I guess, more of like a, a uniform product, for lack of better words. So at 130 bucks, where do you fall on this one? It's a little steep. It's not the worst thing I've seen in today's marketplace. At that price point, especially, I think this would be a nice gift for someone 15 years older than us or more. I think this is the thing you buy your dad. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe not your dad, but anyone that appreciates whiskey and is aware enough to know like, hey, this ain't the normal looking Woodford bottle. Because it's, it's not. It's different. I think it's nicer, completely different dynamics to it. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if anyone that was still fairly green on whiskey would understand it. But, you know, if you get that level like, oh, I read about this or heard about this. I've been wanting to try it. But I definitely think it's it's that age demographic of folks that, that appreciate oak but also don't want the heat of a high proof. This gives you all the elements I think you would really need. And I think for me, where this pour is at 130, I just, you know, personally, I would kind of put this more at a $99 bottle. I'd tell you to buy one all day at 99. I think at 130, it's a little tougher, especially with the proof at 90.4. I would have liked to see them, if I'm going to get charged three figures for a bottle, I would like to see them kind of play with it a little bit more, put some other stuff just besides the age in there. I think having the uncertainty in the percentages of the blend and not having the ages of the other whiskeys in the blend, I would have liked to see more transparency and I'm apprehensive to spend 130 bucks that way. I gladly get this at a bar. I really do think if this got lowered 30 bucks though, I'd be a buy. I kind of think it's just a little bit outside where I would want it to be. And just out of principle, I'd have to save this for a bar pour. But inversely as a gift, I think the price kind of dials in an area to where you don't feel bad spending that as a, hey, I'm going to get them something nice kind of thing. I just think it, that price point is not enough to where you would be like, ah, how much do I really appreciate this person? Like you, you're not going to, you're not going to be a, a pass just based on that. And again, I, I think, you know, a boss, dad, father-in-law, anything along that lines, I, I think this isn't just the age I think is the best target as far as the audience on, on who's really going to appreciate this the most. Oh no. I mean, at that price, it is totally self-serving to give a gift of $130 whiskey because then they're going to look it up and they're like, oh, damn, he got me a good gift. All right. Thanks, Woodford. That extra 30 bucks makes me look 30 bucks better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we're buying it ourselves, we're sweating it. Pretty. Yeah. If, if it's gift time, you're like, man. They're going to look it up, though. I bet they do. A hundred percent, they're going to look it up, and they're going to be like, oh, he <laughs> must really like me. The other two thoughts I jotted down throughout this, and you, uh, you'll you probably have to correct me if, if I am wrong, which is possible, but from what I observe or remember, each year with this uh, you know, master's collection, don't they normally tend to try to focus on one specific kind of aspect or, or novel point? I feel like each year's bottlings have been not complete one-offs, 
but it'd been enough of a direction where you you could tell the the point they were trying to drive home or what they were trying to prove with each expression, see, albeit in different directions. So you kind of missed what I said because starting with the 2020 edition, all future master collections will focus on modern innovation by Morris and McCall. Well, no, I feel like they've always done it in the past because then they have different finishes each year, this and that. I mean, it wasn't just Woodford Bourbon master's collection for no reason. Yeah, but this is... The difference is, you know, like there was the chocolate malt. There is other stuff that they've done. This is now just kind of how Chris Morris and Elizabeth McCall think that they should innovate moving forward. That is the the thread that ties everything together. I still don't see how that basically isn't the same thing I said, but I'm well, not going to split hairs with you. You ain't got many left. I think that it gets to a bigger question and it's speculation because it's stuff we don't know. It's like, how much did they have to say in what the previous master's collections were if now starting in 2020, it's their focus on modern innovation? Well, those could always just be those could always just be words that resonate better with today's bourbon community while doing the same thing you were the whole time. I mean, there's always PR spins. Yeah. What's your other thing? We got to wrap up soon. My, my only other thought was very simply, and it's not quite the same proof, but I'm pretty sure most releases of Four Roses Yellow Label probably have stuff that's about 17 years old in it, but we just don't know how much. Just throw it out there that if you know people are looking for blended products with a wide range of ages, let, let, let's not forget Yellow Label most likely has some some old juice in there as well. Well, I think we're on the same page on this, Zeke. Next week, I want to get into, I put polls up on the Dad Trick of Bourbon page on who was your favorite Batman and who was your favorite Joker. So I want to talk about that more next week. I want to talk about Zeke's clothing choices. I want to thank Angie for giving us a sample of this Woodford Reserve Masters collection. Thank you for everything you do. You're awesome. Thanks, Megan. Thanks, Misty. That whole team there is great. Zeke, the folks can find us on Facebook at Dad Trick of Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Trick of Bourbon. We just went on a bunch of picks. We have that big pick energy. Look out for some Wolfpack picks in the future. I know there is a Buffalo Trace Wolfpack pick that we are in the midst of getting. So I'm sure some of those will trickle their way out to other people besides Zeke and I. Stay tuned for that. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Music City, USA. Cheers. Ciao.